1: This is Hump Days with Heather with Talking Pools Podcast. I hope y'all are all having an amazing day. So today I would love to talk about why do businesses fail? Whether you're a Fortune 500 company, whether you are a small one polar whether you're a halfway in between, all run across the same issue. Start small and you grow, right? That's how you learn. In my opinion, a lot of people have issues with passion. If you don't have the passion for what you do, You're not going to show it in your work. Not necessarily it's not going to show work. I mean, you'll show work, right? But you're not going to be like, oh, my hubby, damn good at plumbing. I suck ass at plumbing. Every time I try to plumb, hubby pushes me out of the way and does it. Like he is so detailed when it comes to his plumbing. He wipes his plumbing If it drips even a little bit, like a little smudge, he's there wiping. And I'm like, I don't give a shit, right? So because I don't have the passion for plumbing, that's not my forte. My forte is remodels and building. That little minute detail shows on a customer service side versus like some of these photos that we see in pool groups where there's blue joints everywhere because guess what? It's easier to glue than fix it right, right? So that lack of passion is there. Lack of hard work that you want to put into your business, like I said on previous, knowing your numbers, time management, understanding worth—all of those fall into lack of hard work because that is all hard work. When it comes to learning your business, that is the most crucial part. Want to know who your target audience is? Want to know who do you advertise through? You want to do research? Do you SEO? Do you? do all this different marketing stuff. You know, that's going to be another podcast that I'm going to do with marketing. Um, But there's so much that goes into businesses on that section. A lot of us business owners don't ever anticipate issues, which is the number one, big, big, big no, no. Every business goes into issue, whether it's like me having to replaster pools because I screwed up by making my own bomb coat. You know what? Shit. It happens. So that was a big chunk out of my pocket because that wasn't, you know, that wasn't my my plaster crew's fault. That was my fault. You know, I mixed it. It didn't hold. Shit happens. I not only reimbursed my homeowner for the water because that's what has to happen because it wasn't his fault either. And I had to redo the plaster. Thank God it was plaster scapes. So it wasn't too bad. But still, that was a few thousand dollars. Lack of learning in the industry. Our industry is filled with all kinds of goodies. You want to get out there. You want to start learning. The day that you stop learning is the day that you're dead in the industry. Our industry changes just like nurses and doctors and any field engineering. You know, sometimes we as pool professionals have to educate our engineers in the fields because they While they think they're accurate, they're not looking at the whole picture. They don't understand the dynamics of the head pressure. They don't understand the dynamics of the flow all the time. You know, so that's when we take, you know, classes like waterscapes is a really good one. They have all these classes that you can learn and take with. Rudy does a lot of classes as well. He is very, very good at what he does. Wayne does classes. You know, there's so many people in this industry that does classes that you can educate. And some of them are free online. Just listen to their podcasts, listen to their YouTubes, educate yourself. The higher up ones are going to cost, but you're investing in yourself to invest into your business. So your business doesn't fail. That way you can put yourself up against Joe Blow's business and be like, Hey, guess what? I learned this this past week. Like example, when I went to the MPT show, I thought I learned something new, but I got corrected by Wayne. I even took a picture of the slide because I didn't know, you know, there was um, a slide in there that stated that iron was inside of small chemicals like acid and stuff that we do every day. So somebody was like, yeah, and and liquid chlorine. And there's small traces enough to test for iron and copper because you're adding it every time you add that to the pool. Wayne's like, no, no, (laughs) ma'am. You know, but I learned that at the show. So by networking and understanding that he corrected me in that class, you know, he didn't collect class, but corrected what I learned from that class, because I would never heard of that. While I understand it's a very, 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 very like 0.002 or whatever that little minute is. So when it comes to the iron content, of course, when I'm talking about that, it's stuff that is made in the U.S. That's what Wayne said, Right. Stuff that comes with overseas, however, that has a higher iron content. So you want to make sure that you're checking that stuff. So learning that little tidbit helped me understand like when I do startups, because some of my startups, I do liquid chlorine, depending on the color, of course, and what's available. So if it has came overseas, we're definitely going to check that iron. But on startups anyways, I always check iron copper anyways. But if I was doing this on an ongoing basis. Um, So... For that aspect, lack of learning is very large in our industry, which is why your business is going to fail. If you think that you can't learn anything, I learn stuff every single day, whether it's from the groups, whether it's from colleagues, whether it's from going out to the jobs and looking at it. Always stay on top of the learning. No matter how small that detail is, you want to be on top of your learning. Common sense is another big one. Very, very simple common sense. Everybody knows. Common sense goes a long way in any form of business and personal life. I have seen some crazy things happen in this industry for the lack of better words, where it's either a homeowner DIYing it, watching a YouTube, which is mostly or a business that has started up that thinks they know what they're doing and they have no education, no process, no procedures, no understanding whatsoever and they go in and try to do stuff i've ran into one where a company splice and i'm not joking splice a pool light wire without running the whole wire they cut it at the niche spliced it spliced the brand new one tied it together electrical taped it and popped that back into the niche wow Talk about big no, no, right? Common damn sense. And the homeowner had no idea. Not only is that very, very dangerous, we locked her out. We pulled that wire immediately. Don't be dumb in this industry because you are affecting people's lives. Next is going to be money management. A lot of people do not know how to manage their money. Hence my previous one about knowing your numbers managing your money if you're borrowing from jobs all the time. There are several builders that constantly borrow from other jobs. You can't do that. Legally here in Texas, you're supposed to, if that client gives you a deposit, that deposit is supposed to go into a account that's just for that account. It's a trust account. And I did not know that, right? My attorney had to tell me, hey, you know, where's your account for this job? You know, we we build pools. You know, our average pool bill is about $130,000, $140,000. That payment that comes from that homeowner has to be deposited into that account because let's say something happens, you have to be able to reconcile every bit that comes out of that account for that job if legal gets a hold of that, right? So you can't be borrowing from this job to cover that job to cover that job because let's say... Your job stopped. Then what? Now you're $50,000 in debt and you've got to pay subs. You've got to pay your employees. You've got to pay material. What are you going to do? Guess what? Your business goes under. So your business fails. Another big one is competitive on price. You lower your worth, you lower your price. Hence my other podcast of know your worth, giving away too much, Don't compete. I know Florida is very big about weekly service competition. I know several people in Florida and they're not even breaking a hundred dollars a month in chemicals with the cost of chemicals. Now, I don't live in Florida, so I have no idea how much it actually costs those individual companies to do the Florida routes because obviously humidity, climate, all that's different than here in Texas. So, But that is insane. When you constantly compete for costs going down instead of raising your costs to know your worth, you're constantly losing money. When you lose money, your business can go under because you've got to have a certain amount of money to sustain that business. You've got to put money back into that business to be able to move forward with that business. You can't just say, okay, I personally have to make $50,000 a year and that's all I want on my business. But guess what? What about the other money that you need to put back into that business to keep that business afloat? What about your operating costs, your marketing to build that business? You want to make sure that you have all of that in line. Another reason why business fails is because I talk about um, trash talking. Trash talking happens a lot. You feel free to go back and listen to that episode as well. But your reputation as a company does, does not hold up. Google reviews will crash you like no other. If you don't have Google reviews that are now, nobody's going to hire you. You've got to make sure you're keeping that reputation up. Your reputation as a company should be high priority to you. If you screw up, own up to it. Like I am, all of my clients will tell you if I F up, I'm going to be like, hey, that was, that was mine. I own it. I'll fix it. It's everybody makes mistakes. It's how you handle those mistakes is how you're going to represent your company. Same for your employees. Like with these salesmen come out there, you know, everybody knows that salesman promises the world, but a lot of the salesmen aren't in that backyard and they don't understand what's going on during that process. Oh, well, Mr. Salesman said that I could have, you know, the in-floor luminous system that lights. Well, we can do that, but that's not in the bid. Well, he told me it was in the bid and my costs. Well, guess what? <laughs> Project management going back through there and like, um, no, if we do that, that's an extra $50,000. And I should have done that before I put the plaster on, you know, because it, it's big mess, right? So businesses fell for a lot of issues, whether it's the passion, the lack of hard work, the non-anticipation issues lack of common sense, lack of learning, money management, competing on costs, over-promising and under-delivering, like the salesman I just gave you. You want to make sure that as a company, you're checking all of the boxes and understanding what's going on in your company. Don't be an obsolete owner. There's so many pop-up companies that have popped up over the last year two years because of COVID, because our industry is booming. Everybody wants a pool. Everybody wants a piece of the pie, but there's so many hacks out there, that we have to fix as a good company that you have to make sure that you stay above this. Know your worth. Don't sit here and start making it where your business is set up for failure because you're not doing these items. Well, I hope these have been awesome for you and you have learned a little something. I look forward to hearing from y'all until next Wednesday. Have a great day.